everybody and welcome back to our second episode of the venti i'm your host brianna and today we're going to be talking about amazon's 20 for one stock split what amazon did to celebrate black history month and then what they are doing to celebrate women's history month this year but before i even begin y'all know i have to fill y'all in on the latest details about our little break that we had to take because i've been getting a lot and i mean a lot of questions about when we were going to be putting out our next episode and what happened and listen this is the venti right like i i can keep it hot honest open and transparent okay okay, okay, um i'm just checking um but i want to say it was it was probably like the last week of February when we were getting ready to release our second episode and um apparently there was like some miscommunication they thought that our podcast was going to be internal like like within the site and we were like nah like this is Amazon we're thinking big we're trying to go global we're we're taking this platform to new heights so we're like okay uh, okay well let's go over this one more time <laughs> so now we are all good to keep to keep giving you guys uh the inside scoop on all things amazon but of course i just want to say you know it feels good to be back like i genuinely missed being on the venti so much because you know it, it allows us to be candid and open about our experiences and gives us the freedom to be creative and our authentic selves so so glad to be back um and all of the things that we're going to be talking about today are in a sense like dated because it happened back in february please don't let that deter you from gaining this valuable information and dub it as seasonal because the truth is this is good insight all year round okay but um nonetheless I have to get you guys all caught up on how Amazon and our site celebrated Black History Month this year. But uh, y'all know we can't start without honoring our HBCUs. Come on now. I got to give a nice and special shout out to all the HBCUs across the nation. But of course, I have to give a very, very special shout out to America's most prized and cherished national treasure, the greatest HBCU to ever exist, my alma mater. Y'all better give it up for the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Woo! Man, oh, y'all got me hype for homecoming. Oh my goodness. Shout out to A&T. My 1891 Aggie Pride. And for those that don't know what HBCU stands for, it stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. And uh, I want to say there's about like, maybe like 107 of them total throughout the country, which only make up 3% of national colleges and universities. But the reason why that I believe that they're national treasures is because their sole purpose was to serve and provide education to the African-American community uh, prior to the Civil Rights Act. Because back in the day, black people were denied admission into colleges simply because they were black. So what they did was they're like, all right, fine, we'll make our own. 
and thus HBCUs were born and have served as the number one producer of uh, black engineers, lawyers, scientists, military officers, and now podcast hosts. So um, Amazon has made it a priority to partner with HBCUs to serve as a pipeline to help with DE&I, which stands for Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. Um, because the reality is, you guys, diversity and inclusion are not simply about corporate social responsibility or about doing the right thing, per se. It's, it's really all about understanding that diverse, inclusive teams produce better results, period. And if you're only looking at things from one lens, right... Think about all the people and, and marginalized groups you're excluding from, or even worse, like the ideas that could be brought to the table are being shunned because all you have are uniform people on your team. And mind you, diversity isn't just one dimensional. Like we're talking about being inclusive of all ages, races, genders, uh, uh, backgrounds, sexual orientation, disabilities, everything. So in order to meet the bar and being Earth's best employer, Amazon needs to continue to identify and build these mechanisms to serve the need of our diverse uh, communities, but also continue to grow the diversity of our leaders and um, create a culture of inclusion at Amazon. And personally speaking, you know, because I've only been here for like maybe a little bit over seven months, this is by far the most diverse team I have ever, that I have ever worked with so far. So personally speaking, I can say that Amazon meets the criteria whenever it comes to representation and not only just like the workspace, but also in the media and just cultural celebrations to date. In fact, um, Amazon actually has uh, what we call affinity groups, um, but they have one in particular that's called BEN, which stands for black employee network and again i want to say there's like 13 of them but of course uh we want to go ahead and highlight ben because we just celebrated black black history month and we really just want to emphasize and highlight um all that they do and have provided for their members so this year ben celebrated black history month under the theme of being remarkably black where they showcase how black businesses, uh, black culture, black presence, and black contribution are remarkable. So all month long, they hosted virtual events for everyone that was interested in attending. And they kicked it off um, by talking about how influential black people are as a whole. And just the historical impacts that we have made that have changed the trajectory of our nation. And uh, yeah, it, it was some real deep stuff. So throughout the week, they covered um, black influence in politics and activism, fashion, social media. Um, they even talked about the stigmatism sur surrounding black mental health and the intersections of black and queer communities. And man, it, it was just a lot. But out of all of them, I would, I would say that the one that stood out to me the most was the black mental health segment. And that's because I feel like the black community doesn't talk about, well, doesn't talk enough about addressing mental health. If if anything, I feel like, if anything, and 
again, I can only speak for myself because in no way am I the sole spokesperson for all black people. <laughs> but um, I feel like we're just taught and conditioned to bottle our emotions a lot and that's so unhealthy. In fact, it's not even human, right? To be human, you have to have emotions. Otherwise, you're just a robot. But I feel like it becomes even more dangerous when you don't know how to manage those emotions or, or whenever you just, you don't even know how to heal like from past trauma. So Dr. Rita Walker, she actually did an excellent job at covering questions about uh, the contemporary toll of racism and understanding the role and importance of historical context and black mental health. Um, she even provided meaningful strategies on just how to cope with it all. So excellent job, BEN, for working so hard to put all of this together. You guys are amazing. Um, but on a more local scale, here at our side, we had Black History Month decorated all throughout the facility from the help of Miss Catalina with her beautiful window mural of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and the lovely Maya Angelou. And my guys, oh my God, uh, Mr. Carlos and Jose, AKA Mr. Cool Party Events with their festive balloon artwork. Y'all, let me just say this. I was completely blown away by both of their artistry. And I honestly wish that you guys could have seen how beautiful our site was. Man, I I wanna say like, we had what, like over a thousand balloons at our site alone and they looked so good. And um, off record between, between us, I really feel like I need to learn this business because uh, this market for balloon decorations is crazy. Like, if you know, you know, okay? <laughs> but no, um, they worked hours on top of hours to bring our vision to life. So thank you guys again so much for your hard work. It's greatly appreciated. And of course, we couldn't forget about our favorite food trucks who helped feed our entire staff of over 900 people. Sauces Southern Kitchen in San Antonio was so good, y'all. We even tried to book them again. Oh my God, but um, you know, we couldn't get them. They were, they were overbooked. So no luck there, but you know, on a side note, um, I will say that I am happy to be in a position where we are able to bless small local businesses, you know? And that's what Amazon is all about. You know, that's just what makes us so great. As big as we are, Amazon loves being able to reach back and support small businesses because they're the backbone of this country. And in fact, if you actually go on their website to order stuff, you can actually see that they highlight specific vendors that are black owned, uh, female owned, Latinx owned, small business owned, etc. So, and that's just because we want to provide that support to marginalized groups. So if you're looking for ways to support the black community and do progressive work, one way is by buying from black owned businesses. And, um, or, or maybe, you know, you're on a budget, right? and you don't have any money to spend, but you're still looking for ways to support, you can easily do it through social media, right? Like you can like, share, or repost black artists, business pages, and even with content creators, like for free on your storyline or your, your timeline. So 
it, it's small, but it's progressive acts like that that can go a long way. Even just by you listening and subscribing to this podcast is a great way to support. So thank you. But a way that we want to give back is through education. Now, as I mentioned before, you know, this week's episode is going to be covering the Amazon's 24-1 stock split. Um, And I felt like this was necessary and important to include for two reasons. For one, there seems to be a lot of confusion about what the stock split means and if it's worth investing. And then two, um, investing can serve as a means to close both the racial and gender wealth gap. As you know, with Black History Month passing and Women's History Month being this month, I as a black woman felt like this was appropriate to share because I get hit with both statistics, just like most women out here. And even still, like my boss mentioned in our first episode, my family never really talked about investing, let alone stocks growing up. And I want to say it was maybe like I don't know, until I got into college, um, you know, my friends were really getting into it and sharing some knowledge with me, which is weird now that I think about it because growing up, I always looked at the stock market at like, you know, the bottom of the news channel before getting ready to go to school in the morning. But I never knew what I was looking at because they never talked about it in school. And to be quite honest with you, it looked intimidating seeing like a bunch of red and green arrows like running across your screen with like a list of random numbers. So naturally, like most people, I just strayed away from something that was just unfamiliar to me. So again, I really wanted to cover this to clear up any confusion people may have about the recent stock split and what it could potentially mean because I will be the first to admit like even I was a bit confused when the news first hit. And I'm gonna tell you why in a minute. So for those that don't know, Okay, Amazon recently announced a 24 one stock split, which means that the cost to own Amazon stock is about to get a lot cheaper, like like significantly cheaper. Because if you take a look at the price of one share in Amazon stock, it's like roughly three thousand dollars. And the average American cannot afford that. So it's harder for people to invest in it. So the company, you know, understands that, recognize that and decided to just lower the cost of each share to like, I want to say it was like, like 139, 140 bucks, right? Way cheaper than $3,000. So what they also disclosed was that each existing holder could get an additional 19 shares for each stock that they own. Now, Brianna, what does that mean? Does that mean if I own 100 shares, that I'll now get 2,000? Yes. Yes, it does. However, and this is the most important part, this does not, and I repeat, this does not increase the total value of your holding. This is the part that got me because I read all over social media and different articles and I just knew, I just, oh my God, they was multiplying our stocks by 20. We was going to the moon, but oh, we was going to the moon, which in a sense is like true because yes, they are like multiplying it by 20, but that's not really what they're doing. Like I'm going to break it down, right? So all they did was they just divided up the shares 
to lower the price and increase the overall amount of available shares. So, okay, if you're still confused, think of it this way, right? You have a pie, okay? And that pie weighs five pounds. You chop it up into 20 slices. It still was the same. But now you have more slices of the same pie or like shares in this case. But did you gain 19 additional pies? No. You now just have more slices from that same pie. Like, that's it. Now don't get me wrong, okay? They're still good to have because they're investments that I hope you would predict to grow and essentially have your money work for you, right? Because that's like the whole point. You just ultimately have to make that decision whether or not it's something worth investing in, okay? Well, dang, Brianna. Well, that was, well, what was the point of that? Why do you think they made this announcement if nothing really changed? Well, simple. It's to attract investors. And as I mentioned before, the average American cannot afford to drop 3K on an Amazon stock. And from a psychological standpoint, people are more likely to buy in at a lower price because it's more appealing thus creating a higher demand, right? So there's also like this speculation uh, that they could also be doing this to get into the Dow and, you know, that they were following suit because Google did it and, you know, all the other fan companies are are doing something and Amazon didn't do anything, so they're kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. And listen... I don't know, okay? I'm not that far up in the company to know all that yet, <laughs> but um, your guess is as good as mine. Again, do your own research. Um, investing is, is definitely something worth doing, especially if you're trying to close both the gender and the racial wealth gap. Um, so do your own research. Anyways, you guys, that's all that I have for you today. Hopefully I was able to bring a little bit of clarity for you guys. Um, but all in all, I really just hope that you found this podcast valuable. Next episode, we're going to be covering how Amazon is celebrating Women's History Month. Again, my name is Brianna. I'm your host, and I will see you next week. Bye.